Lee from Pop Evil. This is Span from Q106 along with my co-host, Art. What's going on, man? How are you? Good, man. Good. To, thanks for having me on. Hey. Oh, please. Welcome to the Art and Span Show podcast, and it'll be on the air, and everything will make sure you get all the exposure possible. I uh, appreciate that. Thank you, guys. Hey, just real quick before we start the interview, can you hear us good? Yeah, yeah. If it, if it breaks up, and it kind of, it, it almost feels like it's going to break up, but it hasn't yet. So. Okay. Well, hopefully we can. You know, uh, the the last thing that they worry about here when it comes to billing is the phone lines, which is the most important <laughs> thing. But you know. Right. <laughs> well, at least I'm not on the tour, but the tour bus is the worst. You know, we do these interviews, and I can never hear. I stand in front of a drummer, number one. So my ears have gone over the years, but I'm always straight, stuck in a bathroom in a tour bus with one fi- one finger in my other ear, and I'm like just squeezing the phone up against my ears it's always a challenge you know but uh hey it's all good today so i'm not i'm not in sunny la so it should be all good yeah i mean you're not having to deal with the beginning of fall you know you guys are uh, a very much a symbol of michigan and and you know michigan welcomes you with open arms but uh, you gotta you gotta probably admit that being in la right now is probably a lot more favorable uh weather wise and just uh scenery wise compared to michigan correct yeah, 100%. It's a little, it's a little weird though watching my football because you got to be up early to watch it. I'm sitting here. Normally, I can you know have lunch and everything set up before I watch the Lions, you know. And then uh, here, you got to get everything a little bit earlier. And so that that's still something I just never get used to. I just love the the sports schedule back home. But uh, yeah, the weather certainly uh, certainly makes it uh, bearable. I'll tell you that. It's just harder for me to be home during the winter. It's so brutal. Well, speaking of warm weather, uh, how was your Australia tour? It was nice and warm over there, wasn't it? Oh, man, it was incredible. I mean, we kind of hit it. it was, it their, was their fall or something? So it was colder for Australia standards, but, I mean, it was still like 75. It's still great. So for, of course, us Michiganders, it was it was, it was was basically summer weather for me. It was, it was awesome. So we just loved it, man. The fans were, we didn't really know what to expect, and the fans were, were crazy for us. I mean, they were they were real passionate about it. And it was a huge honor. You know, almost made me, it almost made me feel like nightly I had to apologize that it's taken us so long to get there. So, uh, you know, we really make it, made it a, a passion for, our, for the band to really get to these other countries because it's been over 10 years we've been out. It just wasn't a priority for us in the early stages. We were still so focused on trying to break the states. So. Um, it's definitely something now later in our career we really want to try to maximize and break into more countries. So what was what was one really standout unique thing about Australian audiences when you performed for them? Was there something specific? Oh, man, there's, there's lots, man. I think about obviously that the flight was number one that surprised me. That was that was so long. I mean, you always hear about it, but it was that was brutal. There's no doubt about it. So the flight, and I realize why so many bands don't do it because it's uh, it's in, it's it's intense, especially being a singer. So by the time I got on stage, it was 10 o'clock, I think, uh, Australian time. So that's what is it, eight in the morning our time so my voice would slowly but surely stop working because you know how it is when you're on radio like in the morning sometimes your voice doesn't work same thing for singers so as it gets closer and later at night you know your voice gets ready for bed i call it so trying to sing at 10 was a bit of a challenge i I still we were there for like maybe 10 days i could not break the uh the uh, jet lag and i I never really experienced jet lag going over to europe but that was a whole nother level for me but just how passionate you know and of course everyone sings it comes back to you with an australian accent so that i think is the most shocking to me because you, you hear everyone singing back to you but it echoes with an accent it's just it's pretty it's hard to explain unless you've experienced it it's pretty incredible so that was the thing that I think that maybe maybe surprised me in a pleasant way you know and then uh it just how passionate man really to be honest that's what really surprised me is just how how passionate they were for pop people i mean whether there was 
three or four hundred people there with the thousand. I mean, they were they were just rampant. Top people fans waiting for us by the uh, by the vans to go back to the hotels, and it's just it was uh, it was really humbling, man. It was a great experience. Now you guys are doing something different too uh, here in Michigan with the acoustic uh, tour. You guys are doing a stop at uh, the shelter in Detroit, uh, doing one at the loft. Uh, how did that all come together? Yeah, man, it's, uh, we're real excited about it. It's, it's, it's something I've been wanting to do for, for, for many years now. It feels like every year I say to the managers, I really want to do something intimate. You know, I, I kind of written most of these songs on an acoustic one guitar and a voice, you know, so it's just kind of, it's always been that Michigan way for me, right? Like growing up at the Great Lakes, going over there to Grand Haven, or um, growing up in Muskegon, we'd always have one guitar in like our buddy's car, and we'd all fight over it around a fire or a bonfire on the, on, on, the, uh, on the lake, you know, we'd all just try to play songs for each other and entertain. So there was always something that's just been so personal. I think the bigger the band gets and as the years add up, I just like to break it down and intimate and just go be, I like to call it, I just want to go back to being as normal Michigan that I can as many times as I can, you know, throughout the year. So this is something that I've definitely, it's been a bit of passion. It's only going to be Nick and I, because if we add more band members, it just becomes pop evil then. And we really don't want to do that. You know, that's, that's an opportunity for you to see the band when we when, when the band tours, you know, but here's a chance where you can hear just a little bit uh, more things off the cuff, you know, we'll play obviously we'll play uh, as many of the hits as we can squeeze into the set that uh, we feel is fit, you know, we might do some Christmas songs might do some covers, like just, just have a good time with it, you know, and hopefully you'll be able to play some of these uh, songs off our albums that you never hear, so hopefully it's, it's going to be something that we'd like to make a tradition around uh, the winter, uh, around winter, and again a lot of our fans are upset because we're really keeping it at this point Midwest, and, um, and part of it's me, man, like I don't want to tour anymore, I want to be with family and friends around this time of year, yeah. so um, you know, it's just, hey, you know, it happens to be a way to give back to some of these uh, cities that have been with us since the beginning. And uh, obviously, you know, we're starting it off in Detroit. And then, of course, Lansing. I always feel like we don't get to play Lansing enough. So that was a big one on my radar. Um, you know, hopefully maybe, you know, when we switched up, maybe Kalamazoo Muskegon are, are right, right on my radar as well moving forward as we continue to do it. But it's just been it's just been amazing, man. I, actually, the, the show at the Shelter in Detroit, uh, so many tickets sold, like, within the first 24 hours that we're bumping it up now to St. Andrews. There we go. And, nice. Um, and, and the tickets have been amazing here already, pre-sale in Lansing. So I'm telling you, Lansing, like, if you're on the fence, you need to come to this. This is going to be uh, a pop evil show that everyone's going to be talking about for a long time. And oh, like yeah. I said, we want to make this a tradition. So if you're on the fence, get those tickets now because it's probably the way these tickets are looking. It's probably going to be close to selling out, if not selling out sooner than later. So um, definitely come out, man. It's going to be a pop evil intimate thing. I mean, we're going to trade those stories. Uh, obviously, if you remember playing us, if you're an old school pop evil fan, you remember us playing the Dirty Dollar back in the day. So there'll be a lot of trading war stories over the years. And uh, it's going to be excited. It's an opportunity for us to mingle with fans and get more one-on-one with uh, the people that have made us what we are so we're grateful can't wait to see everybody you're one of the bands too that uh that could sell out the machine shop i think for a week straight if you wanted to every <laughs> single time that you guys uh end up playing at the shop you have to do back-to-back nights uh, correct me if i'm wrong you guys have done three nights right yeah yeah i think it was the record at the time you know we did three pulled out real quick and, and uh obviously the machine shop man it's, it's family that's a, it's again you know even if as the band continues to get bigger we still want to play those spots that we grew up in you know of course Kevin and everyone at the shop has been so instrumental in, in us breaking uh, the state of Michigan. You know, they've been so passionate about us uh, from the beginning. You know, we're obviously passionate about them moving forward. And, you know, yeah, it would be awesome to do a week there. You know, it's just, it's just getting it's just getting harder. We want to make sure we have more time to get off and 
you know, practice and make sure we give uh, our fans a little bit of something different every time they see us play. And that's definitely something more passionate uh, for us moving forward. But the shop is we're all we're always down. That's for sure. Yeah, and I've heard this through the grapevine, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you are a giant shoe collector, correct? I'm religious. <laughs> I'm over over, over 3,000 pairs. 3,000? See, yeah. now I had heard that the collection was growing, but I it, now uh, if I'm overstepping my boundaries, I don't want to dwell too much into your personal life, but I heard that when you go town to town, you, you make it a point to visit the sneaker shops, and you actually have them ship the shoes to your house, correct? I've done it before many times. I mean, now, now, now we are. Now I'm, I'm Adidas guy. You know, I actually just got a pair of sure God Nikes that that my homies sent me. Um, you know, I'm all about just the art of it. You know, I just since I was a kid, you know, being a big Jordan fan, as I'm sure most of you fellas were uh, listening, people listening on the radio and on the podcast, uh, we all kind of fell victim to that Jordan wave that hit us in the 90s. And, yeah. and I just remember going to, you know, like the shoe stores with my mom and dad, you know, waiting in line trying to get that Jordan 11 or whatever the Jordan was that we all, you know, we've just made us feel bigger than life. And I, and I just credit some of that to having big dreams. You know, it was like, oh, man, I always want... I always wanted that shoe deal or I always wanted that next level so I could feel like, you know, a rock star. And in those days, I just wanted to play for the Lakers or the Pistons. And oh, good. right. So rock star was way, way out of that. was like a side thing. You know, it was like whatever. But, um, you know, so now it's, it's converted, though, man. I'm I'm religious Adidas guy. And, you know, I just love the streetwear stuff and the boost. The boost really changed my game. I had a I was religious Nike forever. And then I had a buddy that went the ultra boost drop. He's like, you got, and I had big back problems doing it. You know, it was just like, I'm going to have to sit up in a chair and sing. You know, and then I introduced to the boost and just changed my life. I don't have any bad problems anymore. So I just, after that, I just converted. I'm just like, I'm a deepest straight up from now on. And it's been about five years now. But um, yeah, my collection's now shifted to, I mean, I have plenty of Jordan. I keep it and all that stuff and plenty of Nike stuff. But um, now I just, I just buy Adidas. That's it. And Adidas does that. They do a lot for me as well. So we, whatever. But my collection. Lee, I'm so sorry to interrupt you, but we're running out of time because we, yeah. we're on a very limited schedule with you. And because you're a very busy fellow. But we have to ask you, like Art was like, and I I agree. What's the most expensive pair of shoes you've ever gotten? Oh man, I, I, well see, I don't I have some that aren't. You can't really put a price on them, right? They're like autographed by the dudes, by the homies, you know. So like people that have them, and I've got I've got pairs that are autographed by like tons of the rock gods that you all know and love. You know, I'm trying to think of that. Those would be like my fa- favorite ones. Okay, like but what I mean, what have, one pair of shoes? Like I when have, you look in your collection, you're like, I can't believe I got that. This one I got. They only gave to the the, the Olympic players that wear. Um, uh, that that got that medaled last Olympics. Oh, the Adidas 3D, and they're they're all black 3D Futurecraft. I think they go. I think the size 15 goes for 50 grand. I think. <laughs> I, I I don't know what mine. My, I got a size 12. I was so gonna say if you got any tens or tens and a half, like I got 50 bucks for a pair. That's about it. Dude, <laughs> I got tons of tens and a half for 50 bucks. So I can bless you. I'll get you something. <laughs> all right, remember me. We'll we'll DM after. I'll follow you on Instagram. I love it. I love it. Well, hey, man, we're excited for all the shows coming up. I mean, Pop Evil is always, uh, you guys are a band that has always shown its roots in Michigan and has always shown love for Michigan. And uh, it's an honor to uh, get some time. I know you're a very busy man, but we're excited for these shows at the Loft and the Shelter and, you know, St. Andrews and all that. Can't wait, man. Thank you guys again for all the support. All you evils listening out there, we love you all. See you in December, hopefully. Thank you so much, Lee, man. You have a great trip, and be safe. We can't wait to see you here in Lansing. Rock, rock on. Thanks for everything, guys.